Good morning from Fast Company. Here's our daily look into what's driving today's creative business leaders. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zeke Robison, and this is Work Smarter from Fast Company. Your employees look busy, but the needle isn't moving when it comes to output. While the current economic environment could be having an impact, some members of your team may be participating in productivity theater. Productivity theater is when employees prioritize performative work over meaningful tasks that drive business outcomes. They're consumed by busy work, such as living in their email inbox and responding to messages immediately, attending meetings where their presence wasn't necessary, or over-researching a project. Unfortunately, it's more common than you think. In a survey of 1,000 U.S.-based full-time employees by People Analytics provider Vizier, 83% admit they're engaged in at least one type of productivity theater, and 43% said these types of tasks exceed 10 hours a week. Surprisingly, the percentage remained steady for employees in remote, in-person, and hybrid arrangements. The pandemic taught us a lot around productivity and presenteeism with people working from home, says Jeremy Campbell, CEO of performance improvement business Black Isle Group. Now they're going back into offices and there's the idea, I want to show that I'm being productive. In fact, the Vizier study found that 60% of respondents were concerned about how their performance at work compared to their peers. Nearly half wanted to look valuable to a company and a third wanted to be seen as visibly working. People participate in productivity theater when they feel depleted and tired, says Robin Hanley Defoe, author of Stress Wisely, How to Be Well in an Unwell World. There's a lot of stress and uncertainty right now, and this is a way of coping, she says. Engaging in productivity theater can be a sign that your organization lacks psychological safety, says Hanley Defoe. We're seeing it in work environments where people don't feel that they can be honest or truthful or share their vulnerabilities when things aren't working, she says. They're putting on theatrics to maintain perceptions, but they're buying their time until they can find a place where they feel they're trusted. Campbell says it also can be a sign that employees are disengaged, which can mean they're disconnected from purpose. Employees want to know what is the purpose of this business, and do I buy into that? He says, if an employee is connected to purpose, then they're also connected to goals, and they'll own them. If your employees seem to be engaging in productivity theater, make sure your company is living its values and mission statements, says Hanley Defoe. Focus on what is the shadow culture of the group, she says. 
We might say that we're a company that values wellness and work-life balance. However, the people who get promoted are those who skip their lunch hours. Look for those inconsistencies or incongruencies between who we are, who we say we are, and what we do. It's important that organizations train managers on how to lead people and support remote teams. We are in a place of uncertainty, and we don't have a playbook for what this looks like, says Hanley Defoe. When there's no playbook, anything goes. We see stress behavior, which isn't necessarily misbehavior. It's what do I have to do to try to make myself feel safe? Finally, treat employees like adults, says Hanley Defoe. They want to be trusted, she says. Autonomy is one of the intrinsic drivers of productivity in the workplace, adds Campbell. You only build trust by being very clear about what the outcome goals are and by having employees who feel they are a part of those outcome goals, he says. They know their role and why it is important. When you trust them to do that, you get the best out of them. By getting back to basics, living your values, and treating employees like trusted members of your team, you can draw the curtain on productivity theater. That's all today from Fast Company. Talk to you tomorrow. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.